The contents of the Simple Blessings in Oil podcast, including the information contained in text or audio or other content, is offered on an informational basis only. No content is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should always seek the advice and guidance of a qualified medical professional before changing or making any adjustment to any medical or treatment protocol you are currently using. These products have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to treat or prevent disease. In each audio, remedies or oils are recommended. We are not claiming that the product will cure any of these problems or disorders. We are merely reporting that people have used the product to aid these conditions. This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Hello and welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils podcast. This is podcast number 21, and today I wanted to talk a little bit about minimalism. So a few years ago, I heard the concept of becoming a minimalist, and by no means am I like joining this you know, a cult or whatever you want to call it. But I do believe that there is some truth to the minimalist lifestyle. So by starting this whole journey um, and learning what it really is, it increases your time, your energy. It can help reduce stress and help you deal better when you have uh, life changes come up. So for a number of years, beings we had a large family or have a large family, um, I felt like I struggled holding on to like stuff. I have never been one that wanted to have like earthly attachments. And I felt like I was really, really struggling because I felt like every time I went to the the store, I would buy more stuff and then I would come home and have no place to put the stuff. And then that in turn would, you know, create this cluttered mess of stuff. It's almost suffocating. You have knickknacks from when you were younger and things that were given to you over the years. And you have a memory with some of them. Um, You remember where they came from. But in all honesty, it just, it makes your house overflow. And being a mom of eight, it's hard enough to keep the house clean. But when you have all of this quote unquote stuff everywhere, that you really don't use and it just collects dust and it creates more work, more cleaning, more everything. It just becomes overwhelming. So I started looking more into, um, making my house, not a storage space, but a living space. I wanted to be able to live in my house and not just store in all honesty, crap in my house. So every day we've, um, made slow steps in practicing this, minimalist type lifestyle, um, with living with less and owning less just so that we could love what we actually have around us. And I always used to hold on to everything. Like, I mean, if stained clothes, whatever, we would get rid of those, but you know, a kid grew out of clothes and we would save them in case we had another baby. Well, I found that with the last three kids, it was an easier blessing just because we never know for sure when we're going to be done having kids that it was easier to, or when you have a kid, if you're even going to have the same gender, 
but it was easier for me to gift what I had to somebody else because as we've grown in this kind of a simpler way of living, you don't need as much stuff. You need actually less stuff. You, <laughs> you don't need to have 50 pairs of clothes for your your child, especially when they're little and you're the one dressing them. You only need to have a handful of clothes, like maybe, you know, 10 outfits. Well, in all honesty, if you do garage sales or shop secondhand or go to the local consignment shop, you can get 10 outfits for a child, um, very inexpensively. And usually when you have a new baby, people gift you clothes anyway. But I just found like me saving all these things for the potential of possibly having another child. And then even if we did have another child, was it even going to be the same gender? And what's actually happened is that I had gifted some of our clothes um, when we had our sixth one to a friend of mine who had the same gender. And um, then we had another baby because we had our sixth one was a boy. Our seventh one was a girl. And our eighth one was a boy that those clothes ended up coming back. So I actually did end up somehow getting them back, but I was able to give them to somebody else and I didn't have to keep that in my house. So I feel like God works in a mysterious way when it comes to that because we were able to gift, we've been able to gift our things to different people and it has somehow come back to bless us. So anyways, some reasons to do this is it makes cleaning easier. If that is one thing that drives me crazy is the amount of cleaning a person can do. And especially as we're teaching our kids how to clean, um, it makes everything simpler if you don't have to fight to fit stuff in cabinets, if you don't have to fight to fit your toys in a bin, if you don't have to fight to get your clothes to fit in dressers. Um, It just makes everything easier. You're able to find things. Um, If you have one place for everything in your home and you know where it's going to go, by no means do I have this down packed, but I am getting better and better at thinking that way. Like, is there a place for this? If there isn't, do we really need it? Have we used it? Get rid of it. Um, You shop less. This is something I have found to be very, very true because I know if I go shopping that I'm going to come home with stuff that I going to have to find a place for or going to have to clean up after. And I don't want to do that. So you find yourself shopping less. I feel like I really go to town just to get groceries and I don't want to go get more stuff. Um, and then you yourself will have more time because you're spending less time organizing, cleaning, um, finding places for things. You end up having more time for the things that you want to have time for, to have things for your family, your hobbies, your, you know, interests that you have. Um, So for us, it has been a huge blessing. So what is it really um, when you're you're looking at living more of a minimal lifestyle? Um, Your mind is clearer when you have less stuff around you. When you, even with kids, I have noticed that, like I said, I used to do daycare and so I had tons and tons of toys. And if you kept the toys boxed up and only gave the kids one box of things or two boxes of things to play with, they would play. But if you let them have free reign over every toy you had, what happened was they ended up not playing. They ended up being bored or whining or fighting because the room would get so messy that they couldn't focus. Their mind wasn't clear anymore. The same thing goes for us. If we have all these things cluttering our mind, we get ornery, we get crabby, and we don't want we don't want to do any of the things anymore. So it has been very beneficial, um, the whole thought of having less because we're able to think more clearly. 
um, you can let go of some of the things in the past. When you're not holding on to all those knickknacky things or magazines or whatever, yes, it is fun to reminisce or whatever, but I feel like with the digital age that we have, you can take a picture of a lot of those things, keep it digitally. You don't have to keep stuff. And with the internet, it's always out there somewhere. So um, I I'm all about being sentimental, but I don't necessarily need to touch and feel everything that I had. And so my goal for our family is to give each child a bin that they get and they can make the decision on their own what they want to put in that bin, what they want to take with them. Um, I don't want to have them have this huge burden of taking all these things then and feeling guilty for having them because they don't know what to put them in or their house doesn't have a place for them and now they have to store them. So anyway, um, my goal is to keep all of those memories, those things that are really important to them that they really want to hold on to. And at some given time, like if they held on to something from when they were 10 and now they're 14, 15 years old and they look at it and they're like, oh yeah, that was fun, but I don't really want this. This doesn't serve a purpose in my life anymore that they can learn to get rid of it, to let it go. Um, and you do things more simply. I remember going over to a friend of mine's house, walking into her house, and I was like, wow, it looks clean. It looks, you know, whatever. And then as you're sitting there and you're looking around, you're lo- you're, you kind of notice it's not necessarily clean, but it's not cluttered. You don't have that... Um, those like mental blocks sitting there looking at, you know, like all the things that you feel like you need to shove in to a corner into a closet. So I just have found it to be a lot more freeing. So some simple steps, um, for us as moms to live a little bit simpler or to have more of that minimalist is first of all, to learn to complete unfinished tasks. Um, do you keep things in plain sight as a reminder of what you need to do? Uh, for one thing, do you go and get the mail and then you leave it set on the counter so you remember to do it? If you take the five extra minutes and put it where it belongs or pay the bill or um, read it, you know, take the two minutes and read the letter that you set there. Oh, I'll get to it later. Because for what happens to me is I let it pile up and then it gets to a point where I forget to read it and then I end up losing it. And then I find it three months later and it's not relevant or relevant, I should say, to my life anymore. So then I end up throwing it away anyway. So doing those things quickly and making a habit out of it, like I'm going to get the mail today, I'm going to go through it right now, and I'm going to put it where it needs to go. Another thing that I have started is to have a donation box or bag at all times. So anytime we're going through stuff, anytime we're cleaning, or if I'm doing laundry and I know something isn't fitting a child anymore, I'm able to go ahead and put that in a donation box. They don't have to think about it. I have a continuous one all the time. So this helps me to always have a place to put the things I need to get rid of. And luckily where we live, there are plenty of places to donate. We actually have a donation box just a few blocks away. Now we can't bring big things there, but clothes and books and things like that we can fit in there. Um, if we decrease the amount of trinkets we have. So I used to collect these little tea sets when I was younger and I loved collecting them. But what I found is that it's one more thing to dust. And as you have kids and they knock them over and things break, but it was just, it was one more knickknacky thing that was out there. So I have learned to decrease the amount of trinkets. I have memories with all of those things, but now I have 
the memory of having those things. I think they're cute. I think they're adorable, but I just do not have room or want in my life anymore to have those little, those little trick trinkets and, you know, decorations. I like my walls to stay pretty clear from having a lot of things. We do have pictures up obviously, but it just, it's way more stressful to keep your kids from breaking things or knocking them over and having to constantly clean them than it is to just not have them. Um, Somebody else had one time said, if you turn all of the clothes in your closet around so that the hangers face the other direction, and then as you wear things, you turn the, you know, turn the hanger the other way, then you'll know which things you're actually wearing. So it's another way, instead of like having to go through every piece of clothing that you have, realizing the items that you're actually using versus the things that you just have. So it makes decluttering them or getting rid of some of those, donating them much easier. Another area that we've learned to cut out is our junk drawer. We don't have one anymore because our junk drawer literally just collected junk. So if you can find a place to put all of the quote unquote junk, throw it away, get rid of it. If it's where maybe you keep your little tools or screws or extra things, find a place for them. Um, One year I ended up getting a tool bag from my in-laws, I think, for Christmas. And that is where a lot of my junk drawer stuff ended up because in our junk drawer, yes, we had pens and scissors. Those ones had specific places to go. I now have a pen cup and a place to put scissors and all the you know rubber bands. But for the little things like the 3M sticky hooks and the like extra nails you got. First of all, we don't keep them, but if I bought nails to hang pictures on the wall, I would end up throwing the rest of the box in the drawer. Well, now I put them in the tool bag and I put, you know, the other random things. But the the one thing that I really did was stop keeping all of the things like you buy a new bookshelf and they give you a little screwdriver. Don't keep it, throw it away. My husband has a whole toolbox out in the garage. I had a tool bag in my house. I don't need to keep all those little things. So getting rid of your junk drawer can eliminate a lot of it because that's typically when we clean off our counters, instead of actually thinking where this particular thing needs to go, we throw it in our junk drawer. Um, clearing out our medicine cabinet because we don't use medicines most of the time. Um, we don't really have medicines. We have supplements, but we still call it our medicine cabinet, but cleaning that out, you would be surprised at what, you know, you got a particular, you know, vitamin or whatever, and you took it, but then maybe you didn't finish taking it. It's most likely expired if it's been too long or you forgot you had it, but going through that Um, that's part of our, like every six months, we'll go through it and make sure we're actually using what was in there. Um, ours has become a lot less cluttered just because we don't have as many things in there. And the few things that we do have in there, we are much more able to, or we take on a regular basis. So we're pretty on top of it, but that is one area that you're going to find typically a lot of expired pills. Um, and it's usually needs to be cleaned out. Um, avoid sales racks. Because we have done the transfer buying, uh, we used to be huge Target shoppers. I love Target. I still do. Um, But it doesn't matter where you're shopping, Kohl's, Target, Walmart, any store, um, avoid the sales racks. 
it's a great place to check out things if you actually need them. But I have found that if I check sales, I buy stuff, stuff I typically do not need. So I have been much more, um, able and willing to go and say, Hey, so-and-so needs shorts. Um, I'll go to exactly where I need to get those shorts. And if they happen to be on sale, great. But I found that I spend a lot less money and buy a lot less stuff by just buying what I actually need. The same thing goes with your grocery list. If you make a grocery list and stick to it, you typically can stay on budget. It's when you go without a grocery list and you end up buying, you know, 20 items you didn't actually need because you were hungry at the time you were shopping. So it's just important to keep that um, in the back of your mind as you as you shop to avoid those because as we see sales, we think it's a great deal and we end up buying a lot more stuff than we actually needed. And a lot of times for me, especially when we started this journey into like living more minimally, you know how many things I threw away that still had tags on them? And guess what? They were sale tags. So it is um, a really important thing to avoid the sale racks. Um, have one location to keep all your kids' toys. We used to keep a lot of toys up in the kids' rooms, and then we also had the toys downstairs. And I have found that, A, minimalizing them and keeping them organized has been hugely beneficial because then the kids are able to take out one tote or two totes of stuff versus all of it. The same concept is there. We don't have nearly as many toys as we used to, but with keeping those toys down to a minimum, we're able, the kids actually play with them. They don't feel overwhelmed. They can actually find what they're looking for and they don't, um, they don't sit there and tell you they're bored. And then don't just reorganize your stuff. Um, don't get more storage containers because you're going to become more organized. I've learned to just get rid of stuff. I feel like in Minnesota where we live, there are seasons. And so for us, I feel like in the wintertime, we use a lot more of the stuff that's in our house than we do in the summertime. So I like to do my stuff mid summer, but I really like to think about how much we used the things I'm going through in the summertime before we start school up again, because if we haven't used it, it's usually something that needs to just be gone from our life. It's something that we don't necessarily necessarily need. So going through and not, not reorganizing, but really looking at each thing and finding out, is it something that we used? Um, I know when I was reading, they said things like, does this item bring, you, bring me joy? And if my house burned down today, would I buy this item again? So those are two things that you can think of, like if for whatever reason I would throw this away or I would lose it, is it something I would need to purchase right away again? If the answer is no, then usually you're safe to donate it, sell it, get rid of it, whatever. And then if you, for whatever reason, find the need to get it again, it's not that hard to replace. Um, so those are just a couple of tidbits, but I have found that starting this minimalist journey and living a little bit simpler has been a huge blessing. By no means am I perfect at it. But if you take just one snippet of this way and can live a little bit happier, a little bit cleaner, a little bit more free, that is my whole hope for you. So I challenge you to take um, those questions and find out, does this item bring you joy does this, is this item something I would have to replace if I didn't have today? Just start asking that about some of the simple things. 
um, the clutter things around your house. Look around and see what's causing clutter and start, start there, start small. And, um, yeah, if you have any other tidbits or things that you found to be beneficial as you simplify your life, by all means, we would love to hear them, share them. I'm always looking for new ideas, but again, this is podcast number 21, um, minimalism and simplifying. You can find the show notes at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. As always, be grateful and have faith and God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.